May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In preparing for this morning's sermon, I read more than one commentary that warned me, the preacher, against preaching this morning's selection from Philippians alone, without putting it in its context. The context about which these commentators are talking is found mostly in the verses right before the ones we read today. They warn the reader against those whose end is destruction, their God is the belly, and their glory is in their shame, their minds are set on earthly things. Paul tells us that, by contrast, we who work hard, who suffer for our reward, and turn our attention away from earthly matters, we will be citizens of heaven. I am told that to to preach today's lection without the foundation of this previous one is pie in the sky. It is foundationless. I must preach a challenge first. I must first encourage you to work for goodness before I can preach the words of comfort. You must have your vegetables before you can have your dessert. This appeals to me on one level. That's the kind of parent I am. Earn your stickers for your chores, special treats for a job well done. I need to, the idea that I need to prep you first with the difficult tasks we have at hand, with the pitfalls that might sidetrack us before I can offer you the assurance of God's love, I can kind of get that. It's kind of appealing. But I'm the other kind of parent, too, the kind that knows that sometimes we just need ice cream in the middle of the afternoon. Every so often, an extra story before bedtime is not a big deal. And a Hershey's kiss in the lunchbox every now and then never hurt anyone. So I'm going to give you an Advent gift. Philippians 4, 4 through 7, alone. The sweet, soft center without the hard shell. No work to get you there, just this message. It's short. So I'll read it for you again. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus, let your gentleness be known. Do not worry. The peace of God will guard you. Advent is one of two seasons of self-examination. Lent is the other. In Lent, we do deep work. We look at the ways we have fallen short in order to prepare for the forgiveness that comes with the resurrection. In Advent, we are clearing a path for the coming of Christ, both in the story of the birth that we hear on Christmas Day, but also in the second coming. We are looking at our lives and sorting through what can stay and what needs to go. We are heeding the urge to make way, 
It is good and holy work that we are called into, this spiritual decluttering. For me, this year, some of the decluttering I've been doing involves getting rid of those voices that get in the way of my thriving. I'm trying to sort through all of those messages that tell me that I am anything other than a beloved child, forgiven, loved, and free. This reading from Philippians draws me into that place of thriving, reminding me where I am supposed to be focusing my attention. I invite you as well into that kind of self-examination in this last week of Advent. You are beloved. Know that. Own it. But there's another reason I'm giving you the gift of this hopeful message this morning without the difficult challenge that should, by all rights, precede it. Because in light of the events of Friday morning, I could use some gentleness. And I assume you probably could too. I have all kinds of opinions on gun control and school safety, and people who prey on the innocent. I have lots of responses to the political and religious talking heads who, in less than 12 hours, tried to make this a platform for their own agendas. I have quotes from Thich Nhat Hanh and Fred Rogers and all kinds of other people that try and make meaning out of this event. But you don't need my rash opinions my helpful quotes, or my catty responses right now. You need gentleness, as I do. We need to find a way to let our gentleness show in a world that clearly, clearly doesn't value it. I can't think of a place or a people in the world who could not benefit from more gentleness. We are all capable of it. We all need it. And today in Scripture, in the words of St. Paul, we hear a resounding call for it. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. Practice gentleness. Practice kindness. Practice patience. But also, accept it. When you see gentleness in action, say thank you. Say a prayer. The peace of God will always enfold you, but when you recognize it, acknowledge it, encourage it, manifest it. My own kindergartner will remember December 14th, 2012 as the day he lost his first tooth. I have no desire or need to ever have him know otherwise. The tooth fairy, who, as it turns out in our house, is far more sentimental than she would like to admit, was feeling particularly generous that night. The kid, thrilled by the windfall, thrilled, (laughs) pulled me, his mother, aside later and asked me, conspiratorially if it would be all right for him to use his first tooth money to buy his little sister's Christmas present. 
Friends, there is goodness and gentleness left in the world. Thanks be to God. It is so easy to see the hate and the mean and the broken. It is so easy to hear the voices, the ones that are inside and the ones that are outside, telling us that we are small and insignificant, flawed and ugly and useless. We aren't used to seeing and hearing gentleness and joy. But, friends, this morning, the Bible tells us so. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Find the gentleness. Find it within you. Find it outside of you. Nurture it. Grow it. Pass it along. The world needs it as much as you do. Enfold yourself in the peace of God, that peace which is totally beyond our understanding. And know yourself, beloved. Amen.